This week's Cynics on Disney podcast is brought to you by Nikki's Exotic Pet Boutique Hotel. Do you have a polar bear that you feed out of guilt over climate change? Can't bear being isolated in some frozen hellhole like North Dakota in need of a warm weather vacation? Well, don't put those plans on pause. Bring Yogi with you and drop him off at Nikki's Exotic Pet Boutique Hotel. Nikki's is home to Orlando's only massive indoor real snow globe. We guarantee you his seal of approval. Please note, Nikki's Exotic Pet Boutique Hotel is not affiliated with Nikki's Exotic drive through Safari located right next door. Cynics on Disney Podcast contains adult language. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Cynics on Disney Podcast, presented by Nightclub33.com. Welcome in to this week's episode of the Cynics on Disney Podcast. I am your host, Bobby, a.k.a. the Disney Cynic. And I'm Amanda, a.k.a. the Anti-Cynic. And this week we continue our journey through the Wilderness Lodge over near Disney's Magic Kingdom. Um, last week we checked out pretty much all the resort area, uh, but we saved dining for, for this week for one reason in particular. It's because we had lunch. Uh, so today we're going to talk about food, and you know what, if you have some hunger pains in you, uh, you might want to have a sandwich handy just in case. So, uh, Amanda, where did we uh, end up eating at uh, today? So we had our lunch at the Whispering Canyon Cafe, which I think is probably one of the more well-known restaurants at Wilderness Lodge. And what makes you say that? Well, first of all, it's the more relaxed of the restaurants because they also have um, Artist Point, which I think is a little bit more um, upscale dining. This is a little bit more casual, um, especially pre-COVID. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I was about to say, hang on. You, you, when you said relaxed, um, I, I, I feel compelled to correct you. Uh, I do not feel relaxed in this resort or in this restaurant. Uh, I feel nothing but anxiety. Because of a previous experience here. Uh, so, relax is not the, the word that I would okay, choose. Okay, casual. There we go. Better. Relax address code. You have to specify. Okay. I yeah. do apologize yes. for that. Okay. So, please continue. So, anyway, pre-COVID times, this restaurant was known for lots and lots of antics. Um, most vividly in my mind is ketchup. Because I love ketchup, and what they would do when you ordered, and if you asked for ketchup, they would literally go around to every single table in the restaurant that had bottles of ketchup on them, grab them all, and bring them to you. Which doesn't make sense, because how do you distribute the ketchup throughout an entire crowd? I mean... Well, then when somebody else asks for ketchup, they come over and... Well, then isn't it just going from one table to the next at that point? Kind of. Well, then, but, but what if you're still using said ketchup? I think they, if I remember correctly, they leave, like, a bottle. So the whole song and dance thing is for nothing, is what you're saying. I mean, I guess. But I did not care that they filled our table with ketchup, because I love ketchup. Yeah, I know. It's kind of your dream to bathe in it. Eh, I don't know about bathe in it. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Who am I kidding? I feel like the texture would make it difficult to bathe in. Yeah. But... You know, Scrooge McDuck takes a dive inside of a, you know, a, a, apparently a vault full of coins and doesn't come out the other end with every broken bone in yeah. his body, which still to me doesn't make sense. It's as soon as he dives in, that duck's dead. That's all I'm trying to say. It's also a cartoon, so. Well, so are other cartoons like South Park and Family Guy and The Simpsons. 
They they would have shown broken bones. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We're getting off topic. Yes, we are. Okay. So, yes, we did the Whispering Canyon. Um, we did so specifically hoping for a little bit of discomfort on my part. I think uh, certainly we were looking for a little bit of a show. And thankfully, to for my anxiety's sake, we did not necessarily get that. COVID has definitely changed how they operate. Yeah, and, and like this makes me question, you know, a place like Dick's Last Resort or, you know, any of these other restaurants that they, like, they'll cut your tie or any of that other bullshit uh, that they, they mess with you uh, with. Do any of these other restaurants do the same thing anymore? Or have they all had to just go to, you know, relying on regular dining service, I guess? I'm not sure. I mean, you have no idea? No. We don't go to those restaurants. Well, aren't you just so helpful with all of it? Okay, fine. So, anyway, because this is an audio medium, I will point out that Amanda is flicking me off right now. She's continuing to do so. Moving on. So, uh, we did not have uh, dinner there. Instead, we had lunch, uh, which may lead to a less raucous crowd in the first place. Uh, it was general. a lot less crowded. Um, but certainly, that, that lent itself to a little bit more relaxed uh, dining experience, which I genuinely appreciated. Um, had a reservation at like one thirty, got set like right at one thirty. Uh, there was no early jumping in or anything like that, to my knowledge. Nope. Um, which I guess is is fine because uh, they're really trying to control the crowds and, and everything like that. But th- I don't know. It seems to me like they had the plenty of table space even with uh, the COVID restrictions to seat us early if they wanted to. I guess I, I don't know. Maybe it's a staffing issue. I think it was. I didn't notice a ton of staff, so. Well, there we go, I guess. Um, Let's start off with drinks. Um, I had a Diet Coke and a water. And, of course, you had. I had water. Just water. Um, So, no adult beverages for us this evening or this afternoon. Um, Still to this day, and we've been in Florida, what, almost two months now? Yes. Over two months. I mean, still the Central Florida water is killing me when it comes to the taste. It's still gross. It got to the point, honestly, where we we bought a water cooler, like an office water cooler, so that I could drink purified water. Well, if more restaurants would offer Diet Dr. Pepper, I would drink that instead of the water. Yeah, but when I'm trying to hydrate, like, I ain't trying to drink that nasty water. Again, if more restaurants would offer Diet Dr. Pepper, I would drink that instead of the water. And I'm saying I would drink a, a little bit uh, more water if they would, you know, at least add a filter to the damn thing. Also, I don't notice a weird taste like you do with the water. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, it smells. It smells of eggs. Yeah, you, that's right, it does. You're weird. But no, I'm not. There's I mean, you some, are, but... Well, yeah, I go, okay, to be fair, I am weird, but no, I'm not on this. Uh, maybe you're just adapting to that Central Florida life. I have not, especially when it comes to the water. I've adapted in many other ways, but not not for water's uh, purposes. And I don't think I ever will, if I'm being honest. Okay. We'll just continue with our water cooler. I mean, 
moving on. Um, we had uh, a waitress who, the, the only antic uh, that I would say that, that we had was straws were thrown at us. And that's it. Yeah, I did notice, I don't know if you noticed the waitress who was t- serving tables across the restaurant from us, who was like yelling at her tables. Uh, I did not. <laughs> really glad that we did not get it. I would not have been in that kind of mood. Um, I'm not quite sure. Like, I mean, obviously they were, because they were laughing. The tables were laughing, so they thought it was funny, whatever she was doing. But, yeah, I could hear her across the restaurant. Well, I'm glad that they had a great time. Uh, per, perhaps I, I would have enjoyed it as well in the right mindset, I guess. But, um, damn it, all I wanted was some barbecue. And that, that's really what I was looking for. And that, that's what I got. So, um, let's, let's talk about the, the actual food since that's what we're here for. Um, Amanda, what'd you have? So I had the Applewood smoked turkey sandwich, um, and according to the menu, and I can attest that the menu is, you know, this is exactly what it was. Um, it was turkey on toasted multigrain bread. It had arugula, tomato, and then a cranberry mayonnaise. Um, and I had a side of French fries with that. And I ended up going with a slow-smoked pulled pork sandwich, uh, which generally comes with a caramelized onion, vinegar barbecue sauce, and uh, coleslaw, um, served with fries or sweet potato fries or fruit. Uh, I declined the latter two options and went with your standard french fries. I also said uh, no thank you to the caramelized onion uh, and the coleslaw. Those just aren't my things. Um... This wasn't the only option that was available. There, there were a couple of others. Um, and, and part of them is that I guess you, we, we could have asked for some substitutions on, uh, like, they, they have two different burgers. They have an impossible burger, which the word impossible being in the, the name suggests exactly what it is. Because it's not real. It's gross and it's plant-based. And it is. Have you actually had an Impossible Burger? No, no, I'm not going to. There's no reason to. I mean, unless it's unless it is meat, it's not a burger. Okay. Why? Why are you the way that you are? Why are you? Why are you the way that you are? Well, for, well, for various reasons, but not the least of which is, I'm sorry, a burger connotes exactly one type of sandwich. Okay, and that sandwich is a hunk of ground beef that has been grilled. To medium perfection, has maybe some sear marks on it from the griddle or the grill, and has cheese on it. It has to have those things in order for it to be a burger. No, no, but no. it has to be made out of meat for it to be uh, to be a it burger. It does not have to have cheese on it for it to be a burger. Putting cheese on it makes it a cheese burger. Okay. Having no cheese just makes it a hamburger. Which makes it less of a sandwich. I don't understand people who don't put cheese on a burger, but... Either way, you are not going to convince me in any way, shape, or form that a bunch of scientist-woven uh, plants together is going to be as tasty or be as good as a burger. It won't. You can take blind test, uh, taste test me, and I, I swear to you, I will throw up on the Impossible Burger. I know what beef tastes like. Okay. Are you done on your rant about the Impossible Burger? <sighs> but why are you making the, these... 
these rants, like, you know, very one-sided. You're, you're just, like... Because I don't have... I've never tried it. I have no rant against it or for it because I've never tried it. You, you, see, I, I've been in the podcasting game for how many episodes now? At least six. Okay? And one of the things that I've learned about the podcasting game... You gotta come strong with them opinions, Amanda. That was my opinion. I don't have one on something I haven't tried yet. Do you, do you think that stops the the big time guys out there? Oh, just continue. Right. So, also available was a shitty seared Impossible Burger because those are gross. Um, a chopped salad which had bacon in it. That's the second ingredient. Uh, that makes me laugh a little bit. Uh, a bison burger, which that's an acceptable substitute for beef, but not a true burger in my opinion. But there was also their, their signature skillet, uh, which apparently consists of uh, the pulled pork uh, ribs, um, citrus herb chicken potatoes that are smashed instead of mashed. But like, what, do they throw them up against the wall? I forget the difference between smashed I mean, and mashed potatoes, honestly. Like, what I'm picturing in my head is like a Gallagher situation. I think it might be the, like, the mashed potatoes, but they still have the skins. They don't peel the potatoes. So it's not Gallagher or Gallagher, too. I have no clue. Did I just show my age to you? Probably. Wow. We're, we're not that far apart in age. Oh, but you are older. Gallagher is something that should be enjoyed by everyone, even in this day. Basically, what he did is he took a watermelon and a sledgehammer, and he put people in a theater, and then he gave them ponchos, and then he used the sledgehammer on the watermelons. And it was hilarious. I would not enjoy that. I would. I would. Also, with it was buttered corn, uh, charred carrots, uh, roasted peppers, sautéed green beans, and apparently there was also a plant-based option available if you want a plant-based option, go somewhere other than a fucking barbecue restaurant. Just me. Just me. Okay, I do have to agree with that sentiment. I'm not going to be as harsh about it. But, yeah, barbecue is, is meat. Like, clearly, it's, it's, it's meat. Yeah, it's <laughs> just don't, don't go to that. There. Go to the Garden Grill in the land. Or go to... One of the, the several other options that have, you know, vegetarian or vegan options. Although, if you are, I know, I don't know how anybody else in the country does it, but I also know Southerners know how to make a meal off of the veggies. So that is also, I mean, if you are someone who doesn't eat meat and you go to a barbecue place, just make a meal off the veggies. Maybe do it not at Disney World, though. Just, just saying. The, that's all I'm getting. The, you know, don't don't be that guy. Um, but really, the, that's that's the menu. It also had like a couple of desserts on there, which we didn't uh, indulge in. But that's it. They, they they had four options for you, basically. Um, now keep in mind that is their lunch menu. I believe their dinner menu is a little bit more extensive. Um, Bobby's actually pulling that up right now. Um, but yeah, they're. Their um, dinner menu is a lot more extensive than their lunch. Um, oh, one thing you forgot to include in the lunch menu was the appetizer. Um, they do oh, have yes, an appetizer. They have, they have some uh, pol- some sort of barbecue nachos, which, yeah. you know, they had pork on it, so my wife wouldn't look at it. But Oh, God, you know. no. Ew. 
And I know I'm about to get criticized because, you know, barbecue purists are going to tell me that, you know, it has to be pork. No, not all of them. Our, our partners over at Not Club 33 believe that brisket's the way to go. Um, it's, no. However, I believe that chicken, chicken is great with barbecue. Pig. Um, so anyway, we've, we've got a couple more options at, at dinner time. Uh, peruse the menu uh, when you have a chance. Just go to uh, DisneyWorld.com uh, and look up the dining options. Uh, make decisions for yourself at, at that point. I'm not seeing any anything to rant on except for pan-fired red quinoa cakes. You know that's quinoa. No, I'm going to call them quinoa cakes because uh, that's about as ridiculous of a, of a thing as that, That's a really good choice for people who are vegetarian or vegan. Or just grow up and eat a fucking cow or a pig or something. I, I will rant on You this. know, people can be vegetarian and vegan if they want to be. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, quit, like, bashing on them. Nah, I'm going to continue. Strong opinions. That's what's getting his notice. I think. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, though I made a couple of modifications to, to mine, uh, I actually ended up not even eating the bun. I was just more about the pork. Um, you know, I killed off the fries and the, uh, and the pulled pork. Uh, I was pork. actually shocked. You do like bread. I do, I do. Uh, it was a poppy seed roll, which oh, not, yeah, I'm not the not. biggest fan of poppy seed, but it'll do in a pinch. Uh, and this was just—I just wasn't feeling it that day. Plus, it wasn't—I was. She I'd have to brag on Amanda a little. Uh, she does make a wonderful breakfast, uh, and that morning she did make a wonderful breakfast that well, had you, stuck baby. with me uh, to the point where you know what—I just wasn't super duper hungry. Otherwise, I might have considered the all-I-care-to-enjoy signature skillet. <laughs> um, but instead, I was relegated to the pulled pork sandwich. And, you know, like, what I'm saying is it's your fault that I didn't eat Ah, uh, okay, so we're blaming me. Yes. I'll remember that next time you want breakfast. Yeah, it's probably better for me in the long <laughs> run that you make me breakfast. So you remember that. Um, pulled pork was okay. It's nothing to write home about. Everybody has that one family member for for me it's my dad uh who who just does barbecue better than the rest um and of course the home cooking barbecue is always going to be better than most of the the chain type restaurants that, that are out there sometimes you'll find a shack of a restaurant in the middle of nowhere in Ooh, rural those do typically uh, some of the best southern barbecue. states um those are that's where you're going to find the best barbecue that's not going to be at Disney World, though. Um, so it was just okay, but for Disney World standards, not bad. Um, and you know what? It's hard to screw up French fries, so I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. <laughs> so, this is true. Um, not the worst meal uh, that I've ever had, um, but not one that I would, you know, let, let's say that this was a, um, a Disney dining plan. Thing. I would not use a dining credit on this. For, for sure, so um, I would definitely pay cash over over using a, a credit of some kind. Uh, although, if and when the Disney Dining Plan does return, we do not recommend utilizing that option. So, yeah, we'll get into that on another date, perhaps when it comes back out. Amanda, what would you think of your turkey sandwich? Um, I kind of had the same feelings as you did. Um, I did eat my bread, but I also like things like multi-green bread, so there's that. Um... 
I really did like the cranberry mayonnaise. I thought that was um, a really interesting mix, and it was fantastic. I loved it, and I kind of want to find a recipe for it. What, what color was it? It looked like cranberry sauce. Like, it was that color. It was like purplish. Purplish, and yet it was mayonnaise. Yes. Because it was cranberry mayonnaise. That does not make sense. <laughs> Continue. Um, the turkey itself, um, like Bobby, you know, there's, the, I feel like home, the home-cooked barbecue and the home-cooked smoked turkey... I'm Southern. Most of my family can do barbecue really well, especially my Uncle Alan. Um, And his smoked turkey is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, So, I mean, this, again, it wasn't the best smoked turkey I ever had. Um, It wasn't bad. Again, I did really like that cranberry mayonnaise. The french fries, again, you can't really mess those up, so those were good. Um, I did eat pretty much my entire sandwich. Um, but, you know, like you said, I wouldn't waste a dining credit on it, um, that kind of thing. I don't think, I don't think it was worth the $15. Well, nothing's ever worth $15, (laughs) that's for sure. But, um, a couple things. First, let's go ahead and rate this, uh, real quick. Uh, Out of, uh, how many whispers, one to five, would you give this? Three. You give this three, Okay. And pre-COVID, with all of the ridiculous bullshit that they were doing in that restaurant then, if they had been doing it when we just ate there, would that have affected your your score? Uh, my score would probably still be a three. Okay, so it's it's a pure three then. Okay. Yeah. Um, would you say try this or try somewhere else at the resort if... Someone was staying at Wilderness Lodge. I haven't had any other... I haven't eaten at Artist Point or anything, so I can't speak to that. I mean, this is the only restaurant at Wilderness Lodge that I've ever eaten at. So I don't know. I mean... I would personally... I'm going to go ahead and give it a, a, a 3 out of 5 as well. Um, oh, did we just agree on a rating? We, we did, but we did so for different reasons. Let's be real. Just because we agree doesn't mean we agree. <laughs> Um, I, I thought the food was okay, and so it's average right down to there. Um, I'm giving it bonus points for not having that crazy experience, and I'll tell you the reason why. The last time that I was in this restaurant, I was given a bandana. I was, I was, I had straws, uh, put in my, uh, bandana to make me look like some sort of antelope of some kind, uh, or deer, wherever they play, I guess. I, I... The, the, the deer and the antelope play, yes. yeah. Um, that would be home on the range. Yes, uh, and I was not home home on that range. Um, by the way, a range sounds like uh, all those deer and antelope are about to get shot, just saying. Um, the ketchup thing annoys me, and it scares the bejesus out of me in the pandemic. So I'm really glad that they didn't do that. Uh, but kids not washing their hands uh, is one of those existential fears that I will never get over because I just, I see it all the time. Even in this day and age of COVID, like the parents are still just like, ah, little Timmy, whatever. We got to go. And so I'm really thrilled that they didn't pass around a hundred ketchup bottles uh, with a bunch of dirty German hands. They don't even have the ketchup bottles anymore. The ketchup's coming out in these little ramekin things. 
which is even better. So the point point being is that I didn't need the train of children uh, delivering condiments to me, uh, which actually gave it bonus points. Had the the train of children uh, arrived at at our table, I feel like I would have given it a lower score, even though that's what this restaurant is known for. Um, in fact, it because we're reviewing everything, I'm glad that we reviewed this during the time of uh, a pandemic so that we didn't end up having to deal with all of those wacky antics as they were. Yeah, um, I'm... I have social anxiety. Well, just general anxiety. But definitely in social situations. And that... Even the times that I did eat there when they were doing those antics, yeah, it was funny and cute, and I got the point of it, but still, like, my anxiety would would rise when those things happen. So, yeah, I am also glad that they were not doing that. <sighs> However, I do need to say this. I was not thrilled with our waitress. <laughs> and that's part of why I give this a three. Really? Do you mean the old woman from England didn't impress you as a server? Nope. Because okay. she... I felt like she really wasn't attentive. I sat there with an empty water glass for a good, like, five, ten minutes before she came by. It refilled it. I mean, she was probably washing her hands or something. She only had us in, like, one other table. Well, maybe there's a reason why she only had us in one other table. Maybe she just wasn't very good. That's possible. I mean, but yeah. I, I sat there way too long with, like, empty water. Sure. No, that, that, that's fair. Um, and I think she came over to ask you if you wanted more Diet Coke, and I kind of had to, like, draw her attention to the fact that I needed more water. Well, she also was an old woman from England, and let's be real, uh, just because they have universal health care doesn't mean that they didn't have great eyesight over there. Uh, I mean, you know, have you seen their princes and princesses? They're, they're, they're all kind of looking, if I'm being honest, so... Um, but you have a thing against the British royalty anyway, so right. your opinion is biased. Right. I'm predisposed to think that they're all fugly, inbred, disgusting human beings. Also not the point of this podcast. Sure. Um, but nonetheless, it wouldn't shock me if she didn't have the best vision the, the, that was out there in the Disney cast member universe. Okay, but if you're a server, you need to be able to see when you're... You know, yeah. tables. As a glasses. former server, that woman needs to, to hang it up. Uh, I mean, I, I was a server for 10 years. Um, I know the game. And while I appreciate her still trotting out there, eh, it's time to retire. It's kind of like when Julio Franco was out there at quote unquote age 54. I'm pretty sure that he was also like 75 when he last trotted out there. Um, but still jacked, still more jacked than I'll ever be. It's just time to hang it up. That's all. Although I th- do think Julio Franco is still hanging around somewhere in a Mexican league somewhere. But, you know. Probably. Um, anyway, before we wrap up, it was just recently released that Disney has altered its dining... Literally less than a week after we ate at Whispering Canyon. Yeah, so this is like a little tag-on update, if you will. I want to get into this uh, to a degree. Um, Look, I I don't mind the face mask policy at all at Disney. I don't mind sauntering around, even though it's, you know, 80 degrees out here consistently, 
in February and, and sweating. But and, it's very low humidity. Yeah, it's still, you sweat. And I tend to wear the surgical mask instead of the, the cloth mask. Uh, specifically because A, I feel like it makes me feel more protected, and B, um, the cloth masks get way too soggy, uh, in, in my opinion, uh, or they don't actually cover anything at all, so they, they feel pointless, uh, to me. Um, Disney recently changed the policy, though, that, you know, it used to be that if you were sitting at a table in a dining establishment, that you could take the mask off. Nope. And now that's not the case. And that kind of bums me out. I'm not going to lie. Just to just to let you know the updated uh, mandate. It's always been that you had to wear the mask unless you were stationary while eating or drinking. Um, or sitting at a dining, you know, a table in a dining establishment. That rule has been changed to even if you're sitting at a table in a dining establishment, you still have to be actively eating or drinking in order to remove the mask. Which is just going to make me drink a lot more Diet Coke. Because, like, I'm not really rocking out all the drinks here at the, you know, when we do these, uh, you know, site visits and everything like that, unless it's, uh, you know, for some sort of romantic dinner. Um, And and that's, even then, I've got appetizers, and it's, I can fake actively eating or drinking if we're doing appetizers in the full tilt meal. But for the table service like this for lunch, Disney's got to learn that we've got to have some reprieve from from the mask to a degree. Um, I, I mean, it's one thing when we're in line. It's one thing when we're, um, you know, inside the parks. But once we get that, to that place where we can sit down and we're literally, by design, forced to be away from everyone else. And the only other person that's going to be interacting with us at that point is also wearing a mask, which is there for their protection and ours. I'm someone who just feels like it's, it's okay to lose the mask for half an hour. I am curious as to what prompted this change, because I still haven't found that out. And, and weirdly in Florida, like... The mask restrictions are getting looser from a governmental perspective, but Disney seems to be tightening them. Uh, and as we get some positive news about the, the pandemic, uh, it's a little bit disappointing that the, they're getting a little bit tighter with the restriction uh, instead of loosening up a little bit. Now, to be fair, if you give the Disney crowd uh, an inch, they will take 12 months. Uh, so I understand them not wanting to loosen it just yet. But there was no need in my mind to tighten it at this point. In, in your mind, was there one? I don't think so. But again, that's why I would like to know what caused them to tighten this rule and and make the change that they did. Yeah, I, I mean, when we go out and we do these dining and you know site reviews and everything like that, um, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to look around at everyone else's business, basically. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to, to be that guy, but at the same time, um, I'm not noticing a lot of coughing. I'm not noticing a lot of sneezing. Um, I'm not noticing a lot of sick-looking people when they have their face mask off. And that's probably because, you know, we all got the message that if, you, if you're not feeling well, you stay home. That and the fact that everywhere you go on Disney property, they do temperature checks. Yeah, so 
at, at some point here, I would love to see them, you know, maybe walk this one restriction back a little bit to say, okay, if you're sitting down at a table and you're taking a break and you're socially distanced, et cetera, et cetera, I, I would like to see that that mask requirement go away. Um, you know, especially until this pandemic thing is over. Because I'm just like, I'm split on, on the whole mask thing. There's there's a part of me that's like, ah, I don't want any of this. But also, like, no, get away from me, sick people. You're gross. So, I because I'm 50-50 on it, like, I understand both sides. This one, I just don't, don't get. Um, but it's going to change our next dining experience, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly going to make it less enjoyable, which means that we're going to have to do something else. Yeah, we next. do have a dining experience coming up in a couple of weeks. So. Yeah, and we have a, we also have some other experiences that uh, are in the hopper, and boy, I cannot wait. I'm not going <laughs> to announce it just yet. Just stay tuned. We do have some pretty exciting stuff coming up. Stay tuned, guys, uh, because the Not Club 33 YouTube page is about to get a whole lot funnier, I think. Um, we, we've got someone traveling in, and uh, we got Steve traveling in uh, fairly soon. We, we've got some things in the works. Let's just put it that way. Um, but in the meantime here, that was our review of Whispering Canyon. Both of us rated it three out of five whispers, uh, or three out of five canyons. Yeah, I'm let's not, go with canyons. I, I, you know what? I'm going to go with whispers. You go with canyons. Okay. <laughs> uh, and next podcast. I don't want to do a dining because then, uh, you know, I'm going to have to suffer through the mask requirement. So I guess we're just going to have to do another store or something. I like think that. there's a couple of there's there's a couple of new things over at Disney Springs that we can try out. Okay, so we'll we'll go back over to Disney Springs and we'll we'll try something out over there. Uh, but in the meantime, I have been Bobby, aka the Disney Cynic, and I'm Amanda, aka the Anti Cynic, and we're both wishing you guys a magical fucking day. Thank you.